Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I got an interesting message. Hi, Niall. I was wondering if you could talk about something on your show for me. I'm on job seekers since before uh, the coronavirus. I lost my job before Christmas and I had to sign on. I get 203 a week, which is not a lot of money. I, I was searching for another job, another job, but obviously can't get one anywhere now. I was hoping uh, you would talk about the fact that the COVID payment is 350 and the normal job seeker payment is 203. Clearly people have realised that, that living on 203 is not actually possible. And the government agreed by increasing the payment to 350. When all this is over and the country gets back on its feet, and I hope it does, I think it should be looked at. Uh, the money we get from the state is put back into the economy because we pay bills, we buy groceries, we pay VAT. People on job seekers should be given 350 a week instead of a paltry 203 euro. I know you will have people on your show saying that spongers shouldn't be given any more money, but not everyone on job seeker is happy to stay on it. Uh, I was actively looking for other work, and unfortunately now I can't find any. I will search for another job as soon as possible, but I can tell you living on two hundred and three euro per week is not easy. Maybe you might discuss on your show sometimes. I w- uh, sometime I would love to know what your listeners think. Uh, would they be in favour of increasing job seekers to an affordable amount of money of three hundred and fifty euro? Uh, well, would you? That's the message. Would you be in favour of it? Do you think job seekers should be increased once this is all over? Because the argument he's making is, is that the government decided that 206, which was the original payment for COVID payment, was not 206, yeah. The original 206 should have been increased to 350 because people can't live on that. That was the original argument. But then again, they were talking about people who formerly had jobs and had a lifestyle where they might have had a car loan and bills to pay, blah, 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 blah. Whereas if you're unemployed, you know, that's a different situation. Hopefully you're going to get a job again soon. So it was a temp and COVID is a temporary payment. It's not a permanent payment. It's only at the moment for 12 weeks. Uh, they may extend that depending on the, re- the restrictions they put in place. So I want to know what you think. Should it be increased? Should job seekers, when all this is finished, should it be increased to something that would, would be more affordable to live on? Because clearly, yes, there's no doubt about it. Living on 203 euro a week is not easy. But there are other benefits with job seekers too, by the way. You can get a HAP scheme. You can get a fuel allowance. You can get all those other things as well. And this goes across the board, by the way, for, you know, I, I assume that person is talking about not just job seekers, but disability payment, invalidity payment, pensions, that that kind of money is unfair to give people when we've clearly decided now that 350 is the amount of money we should give somebody to live for the week. So let me know what you think. The question is, when all this is over, would you like to see job seekers increase to 350? And should it be increased to 350? Okay, you can text or WhatsApp. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Donald, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Donald? How you doing, Niall? Right? I say, Donald, you've caught up on so many episodes of Little House on the Prairie and Highway to Hell, have you? I, I tell you one thing, I'm one of the fittest men in the country. You should see me. I'm absolutely gorgeous the way I'm at the lose. You're gorgeous, eh? Gorgeous. I, the lucky, luckiest woman in the world, Geraldine, out there. She doesn't know it yet. But, <laughs> is that she, your uh, missus, Geraldine? That's yeah. the woman, yeah. yeah she's going around with a smile on her face. Huh? Is she? Because she's, oh. she's got a whole new man. Oh, a whole new man. How, how much weight have you lost, Donald? Oh, jeez, I'm about... Two stone, I'd say, easily, yeah. Have you? Good man yeah. yourself. And what, in the to, last three weeks? Yeah, I need to get the haircut. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you might need to get a new set, new set of tweeds as well. Yeah, I'll wake up in the morning. you wake up in the morning and all one side of the head, the hair is all standing. You I know, know I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I look like a monster from hell in yeah, the morning. Yeah, yeah, you have to sneak up in the mirror. That's all the way. Why, why is it? Why is it some people can sleep and they wake up in the morning, their hair is perfect. When I wake up in the morning, I look like I've been attacked by somebody. Oh, no, the person that wakes up in the morning with perfect hair, I wouldn't trust them. There's Would you not? Yeah, Would you no, not? No, no, okay. Yeah. My mother, my mother said never trust a man whose eyebrows meet in the middle. Did you really? Oh that? Jesus, no! Did you ever hear that? No. No, 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 no. I, I've heard it. No, I personally. And by the way, can I ask you a question? And, and yeah. Donald, you've been a more elderly man than me, I think. I, <laughs> we're about the same age. Are we? Oh, okay. I say so, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought you were a little bit older. Anyway. Stop that straight away, no. Can well, I yeah. ask, can I honestly ask, right? Yeah. There's lads out there, air age and a bit older, right? Yeah. And they have the bushiest eyebrows. And they have hair coming out of their nose and ears, right? Yeah. What's that about? Well, Niall, the hair growing out, I have, I, I have that going on a small bit now. It's growing everywhere now. But Donald, do they not look in the mirror? I mean, if, if there's... Yeah, some yeah. fellas know it's meant to I seen a fella the other day on the yeah. telly, right? He was on Sky yeah. News. He was like a doctor or a spokesperson or yeah, something. Yeah. He was yeah. about 65. But he had two eyebrows. They were like two big moustaches over yeah, his... Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and I, the hair was all... There was long hairs on it and short. And I said, <laughs> well, somebody just not say to him, you need to trim that lad. Yeah, I was standing beside a fellow in a pub there one time before this was all over and the stuff run over his ears. You'd be afraid of a light even to, like, to light a cigarette <laughs> beside him. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 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 I suppose meant to like it. Right, Donald, sorry, we got completely off the topic. Yeah. Uh, less about you and more about the topic. Donald, yeah. I mean... I understand the point this person is making. Now, this person's clearly not a sponger, right? They're yeah, only out yeah. of work since before Christmas. Yeah. But they said, you know, clearly the government have decided 350 is the amount of money that you need to live. Mm. Uh, but they won't give people on the dole that. No, no, it's ridiculous. And I don't agree with whatever. And I think they should have looked at the 350 more carefully as well. And I'm going to be totally honest with you now. Like, my son is an apprentice. Apprentice electrician, right? Yeah. He's up money now. So he's up on the deal. Well, I, yeah, I know there are a lot of people who are part-time and workers and they're up on the deal. Yeah, it's not his fault. He, he applied for it. His boss told him there's no work for him until... Yeah, but he will. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, yeah. right? He's going to yeah. spend it, right? Yeah. And he's going to pay tax on it at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. So, because he will have to... It'll be declared yeah. and he'll have to pay yeah. tax on it. So, realistically, it doesn't make a huge amount of difference. But, but now, you know, this, this is stacked at the top. Look, you said it yourself. Unemployment was down to 4.5%. That's virtually... No, if, you, if, you, yeah, if you're not employed... You only those who didn't want to work weren't yeah. working. No, yeah. no. There's no way that people should be rewarded. Right? And you're saying this person is genuine. I don't know if he is genuine or not. I really don't know. I will take him at his word. But the vast majority of them were not genuine. And this is what has to happen. But they start at the top night. Did you read the examiner this morning? TDs, some TDs. Oh, yeah. They're looking, looking for an allowance. Yeah. Home. I mean, these, pe- <laughs> these people should be named. They should be getting a, they should be getting a pay cut, not a pay increase. But, Niall, I've had the TDs in Tipperary mountain to tell people what to do, and I give them one answer. Either take a pay cut or shut up. Because... But, I mean, they've less expenses because they don't have to be travelling all over the country at the moment. So what are they talking about? A TD now at the moment, I suppose, is useful as an ashtray on a motorbike. Yeah, he's sitting there. doing nothing. (laughs) An ashtray on a motorbike. Or a handbrake on a canoe. Yeah, I mean, they're doing nothing and they won't take a pay cut. And now they're looking for money for laptops to stay at home. Yeah. But you would imagine a TD would have a laptop, wouldn't you? Or a computer of some description. But why aren't these people being named? This is this is what we're up against, and when you have it from, the I can top, tell you, I can I, tell you exactly who these TDs are. I'm not going to start naming them on the air, but I know yeah. exactly who they are. Well, I well, I tell you, I think they should be named. And Niall, this is what's going on in the country: entitlement. I'm entitled to, I'm entitled to, I'm entitled. When this is all over, what needs to happen is now. Like, look at the the likes of them and the Marcus, That's a disgrace. Like, that's yeah. a thunder and disgrace, and, and we and we know that. And then people should be looked at that. You should be offered a job if you don't want that job, Niall. That's it. 
Oh, well, you're getting stamps. nothing. You're on food stamps. That's food, it. Oh, right, okay. Okay, but that's, yeah, that's the deal in America. They put you on a basic payment of food but stamps. I, I, yeah. I, this needs to happen. It needs to happen. Mm. Yeah, I, I I see where you're going, and you know, and, and, and I don't necessarily disagree with you when it comes to complete yeah. wasters and spongers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, but when you see, but, no, but they're not all wasters and spongers. But if you go on RT night or someone, you have to talk to the correct agenda. Or well, the vast majority of people is all working looking for a job. No, I don't no, believe that. No, they're not. They don't, I don't believe in that. No, I mean, I mean four weeks majority. ago, four weeks ago, when yeah. when everything was grand, because yeah. you know this is our new normal now. Four weeks ago, yeah. there was, as you rightly said, four and a half to five percent people unemployed. Yeah. They don't want to work. They don't want to work now, and they'll. And if you give them 350 euros a week, you're definitely, they'll definitely say, oh, no. And Niall, you know what I love about people that's on the door before this all happened? They just say the 203. They forget about the fuel allowance. They forget about their medical care. The hat payments. They forget about their free okay, But what, what about somebody, get, like, somebody saying here, I'm on a disability yeah. payment of a measly 220 a week. Yeah. Uh, where did this energy fund come from? Well, I mean, yeah. she means COVID fund come from. Uh, while nurses are starving, says Sean. Yeah. Okay, I don't think... See, now, can I just say something in relation to the nurses? And by the way, right, healthcare workers, they're all doing a brilliant job. I think we've said it a million times, right? And we're all so proud of them, right? But I'm seeing people... I was in a shop the other day, right? And there was a big basket thing and they were asking people to put in, you know, like toothpaste and shampoos for nurses and doctors. Yeah, Are yeah. nurses and doctors incapable of buying their own stuff? I mean, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not I, being I, bad I, here. And fair play to them. And I believe they also get a bit of a bonus yeah, as well. Yeah. But are they incapable of buying their own stuff? No, no. You see what's going on there? That's these clowns that will be on Facebook. They, they, they do stuff uh, to help people, but then they, they, they want to show their face on Facebook. And Maybe I, I'm and just I, being very bad, actually. And I, I, and I got in a lot of trouble on Facebook over this. The pilots that went over to take the, the, the PPE put on the Late Late Show as heroes. What? They've done their job and they picked up some cargo. But, yeah, but they've, never, they've never flown that route before. No, but one fella said it was a mission and that his military experience helped him. He's flying a plane. He's trained to do it all his life. Exactly. Did they fly into anti-aircraft fire or something? You know what I mean? Like, well, they did have to fly over Russian airspace. Uh, so, so what, mate? Yeah, so I know. But well, they would have had to get permission to do that. Yeah, I mean, no, no, there was no... I don't believe there was a risk attached to it. It's not, well, it wasn't say, like a peacekeeping mission or anything yeah, like that. I'd say fair play to me, but to be under yeah. the late shot, that I, or our missions. And I'm assuming they got paid, by the way. They did get paid. And Aer Lingus was paid. But it was a big PR stunt for Erlingus. Well, well, it yeah. was a good. Well, Erlingus will need all the PR they can get when all this is over. But stay there for a second, Donald. Let me just go to Sandra. Sandra, absolutely. Donald says no. Let's not change the subject too much. He says no. We shouldn't be increasing it. What do you think? I I totally agree with him. Okay. Had you said yourself the four percent that um, who are um, unemployed, they shouldn't have gotten an increase because you know they they obviously don't want to work, and we all know people who don't want to work. I do. And they're driving around in better cars and have a better lifestyle yeah, exactly, yeah. than me. Now, I think it should be really, really looked at. And the people who've genuinely, genuinely lost their jobs, um, they, they need it. Because the government obviously knows they've mortgages and they had a life that they worked for. So, yes, for them, until they get on their feet. Because let me tell you, like including people in my own family who've lost their job because of all this, they can't wait to get back out and get a job because they have mortgages. And there's no way with 350 cut it for them. No. And I, see, you know what would solve this whole problem and this whole debate? If we change social welfare payments to incremental payments. In other yeah. words, when you lose your job first, you get a percentage yeah. of your salary. Let's say 80%, right? So exactly. let's say I'm on yeah. 500 quid or yeah. so or whatever. Yeah. I get, you know, 400 quid on the dole, right? And yeah. then after three months, it goes down to say 50%. 
and then yeah. after another three months, it goes down to say forty percent, and yeah. so for so till you get to a minimum payment, say of one hundred and fifty quid, which would encourage people to get a job because they do this in America and they find that people get a job suddenly before it goes to the lower payment. You see, like, can, like, can I give me yeah. a second? You see, it, it, it's called job seekers. This is what it is. It's a help out until you get a job. It's not a lifestyle, and it is a lifestyle to a lot of people in this country. Mm. And they're yeah. kid. And they're here, when so kids turn 18, get away down to the dole. And some of Niall, them, if they're girls, go away and get pregnant. I'm telling you, Niall, it's a lifestyle. With yeah, sorry, Sandra, go ahead. Now, my husband is self-employed, and mm. um, I've been there in the office when, you know, Scobie Joe's come in. Here, will you sign Scobie that? Joe's. Well, I'm telling you, and they're like, we're all working around doing this, getting that in, because when you're, you're self-employed, you, the bill's just... They're waiting on you. Like, I know, I know they are. Right, and, yeah, and as soon as you think you're doing well, you get an yeah. order in or something, another, oh, yeah. another bill from the, the revenue comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything you get hit with. So I, to, to sit down and be working your ass off, and these fellas walk in, oh, here, will you sell that? And he goes, what is it? It's a farm saying I'm looking for work. And like my husband would say, well, are you looking for work? Well, not really. And he says, well, get the fuck out of here. What's your language, please? Middle of the day. No, yeah. sorry. sorry. Jeez, you can be into <laughs> trouble. Yeah, no, I get you. No, I know. I, I know. I've I come across. I had my own business once, uh, going back about. Yeah, I know. I know. The girl came. We 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 were looking for somebody in the particular place that I owned at the time. We the girl came for an interview. I think we we only at the time employment was good. Um, it was back in two thousand and five, two thousand and six, and we only had five people applied for the job, uh, unfortunately, and uh, only three of them turned up for the interview. But the last one that turned up for an interview, right? She was a half an hour late. She was outside the door smoking, right? And oh. and the manager that I had at the time went down and said, are you coming in for the interview or are you going to just stand out here all day? I, uh, I'll be in the minute. I'm just on the phone, right? So oh, she came okay. in, right? She, she looked like she hadn't washed her hair in about five days. She had a tracksuit mm-hmm. on her, chewing, chewing gum. And, she just, and I just looked at her and I said, I'm assuming you don't want the job. She said, yeah, but can you sign that for me, please? Yeah, exactly. And I said, I said get out of here. I'm going to report you. Yeah, you yeah clown. exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you are up against. Yeah. Yeah, so there exactly. are people who don't so, want to work. Yeah, well, then they shouldn't get it, you know. All like, right, okay, well, well hang, well, hang on, I have to go to a break. Stay, stay there, please, Sandra. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 uh, The argument this person makes in email is that the money that we pay out currently at the moment for not just job seekers, I suppose the person's talking about everything, disability, pensions, everything else, um, clearly isn't enough if we're saying COVID payment should be 350 and that's the amount of money you need to live on. So I'm asking you, would you agree? Should it be increased? Well, all those people that have got the COVID-19 payment and they're getting more than... No, they're getting more now than what they've earned in work. Um, I think all them are going to be in for a shock because if you look on the revenue or the government.ie website, it says on that that they're going to review it and revenue will look back for any money that people have got incorrectly. Absolutely. Yeah, if you did get money incorrectly, you will be asked to give it back. And if you did lie or something like that, or, you know, made up a story or something like that, you can be prosecuted. Although there's 170,000 people have applied for this payment or more. So it's going to be very difficult for them to administrate the whole thing. I don't know whether they'll end up just writing it all off, to be honest with you. I think that could come to that. But in saying that, if you are getting more than you should be getting, for example, if you were only on 180 quid in a part-time job and you're suddenly getting 350, be absolutely 100% sure you're not getting away with anything. Um, you will have to give it back. So if I was you, I would park a bit of the money aside, you know, just in case they ask you for it back again, because it's kind of quite likely they will. Um, let me go to Sonia. Sonia, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, doing, Sonia. Oh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, Sonia, do you want to talk about the COVID payment itself? 
Yeah, I just think it, it's kind of crazy because the reason we, we were looking at it is we have a young fella, 21, now he's worked full-time on and off kind of um, since he finished school. He's in construction, so right. contract to contract. And he's after getting the COVID payments now for 350 which he's absolutely delighted. Right. He has, he just bought a motorbike so he could get himself to work himself because yeah. he was kind of relying on us for a long time. He has his, motor, his insurance for it. And the minute that payment is finished, he'll get two euros, I think 29 off the dole because he'll be means tested. But right. a load of his friends haven't worked a day and they'll actually still have their dole. And I just think, what the hell? Like, it, it needs to be relooked at the whole system, I think, of the social welfare after this whole t- epidemic is over, right. you know? Um, and, what, and, what like, do you, and what do you think should happen? I mean, I, I thought, you know, a graduated decrease on the dole would be a good idea. In other words, to pay more to people who have just lost their jobs and then yeah. slowly reduce it over time. That's it, and and I think I think with Urson, the the thing is that because he's from contract to contract, I think he like he's not going to get the dole because, he, as I said, he's mean tested enough. And so is he, he a casual to, worker? Then does he have to tell them when he's working and when he's not? No, working? No, no, no. Because when he's working, he's full time. Right. But he he's like, because he's construction and his age, like he might get a contract for six seven months, and then he's um, out of work again, and yeah. then he's out of work for say ten weeks until he finds something else or gets right, some work. Right. I get you. I get you. But he's, he doesn't have enough of his own stamps or whatever it is to actually get his own dole because they said, oh, no, you won't get it till you're 24. Yeah. But, yes, he said, like, he's out then with his friends and that and they all have the dole every week. Yeah. They're decided half of them aren't living at home because their rent is paid. Yeah. They have their medical card. Yeah. And I'm just going... Uh, well, sure, there's people out there, you know as well as I do, God. they know how to play the system, you know what I mean? There are people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we're the same position ourselves. Um, like the hobby only got, got left go um, last week. Um, so we're on the 350. Right. And we're like, obviously, if Jack had no money, we were like, well, we'd support him and make sure he's blowing his paper. And, then and what, did, what, did your, what did your husband do? But, what did your husband do? Well, Don't tell me where he worked. What, what no, he no, do? He, he's a safety officer. So right, okay. Like, he could be anywhere on any job. He's all contract work himself. Right. Um, you know, so he kind of built far in an awful lot more than here. Right, okay. But, um, but we said, like, that's 350 in the household with us. Yeah. And now, luckily, we don't have any loans. We don't have credit cards. So we're in an okay position, do you know? Yeah. But I was thinking, even at 350 how in the name of God would we cover his expenses and our expenses? No, you, you know? wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't. Just, but yeah, like, it's, it's not meant to live on, I suppose, really, is it? No, that's it's it. It's just that's to tie it. you over, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Provided your mortgage company is going to be nice to you and all those other bills, people. I mean, I, I, you could ring up the ESP and say, I don't have any money. Any chance you can just leave the electricity on. Oh, by the way, yeah. in relation to that, as far as I know, most of the, I think, well, I know the ESP, I'll get in to check it. Uh, they're not cutting people's power off at the moment. So, I think, it, yeah, yeah, I heard that during the week that they're not going to. Yeah, but now it doesn't I mean just... you don't owe them money, by the way. You still owe them the money. <laughs> well, they but they, they just cancelled yeah. all the disconnections for people because normally they disconnect you after a while if you don't pay. You know what I mean? But so yeah, yeah. I think they've cancelled disconnections just during this time which is fair enough you know what I understand yeah and, and I think that's the big thing now with the COVID payment like anyone who's been overpaid or anyway it's just uh, we're just looking at the end of it just going what's going to happen now when it's over or yeah what's going to happen or what what's going to happen with your husband is he going to get his work back again he will yeah no well at the moment no they've told him six months because it's, oh, right, it's an awful Jesus. lot of construction so, so, so he's going to go down to a dole payment of 203 then oh well, no he's married so he'll get more than that well, yeah, I, I don't know what way it will work. Now, I'm lucky. Uh, I'm still working at the moment. I, I'm doing virtual classes with my, my students. And so uh, why, why are you jumping around in front of a screen? 
Well, no, we're not because I work for an autism school. So work, I'm kind of, I'm a youth worker. But oh, I thought you were a fitness instructor. Sorry. So, <laughs> so we're doing virtual class. Right, okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I know a lot of people have had to adapt the way they work at the moment. And it's a good, good point and a well-made point. So thank you very much indeed, Sonia. Let me go to Karen. Karen, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Karen? Hi, how are you? Good. You believe it's a ridiculous idea to increase it and it would just discourage people from wanting to get a job in the first place? I do. I mean, if you take, you know, like I have a young daughter and she goes to school or she goes to college, sorry, and she works part-time. I'd like she has friends who are in jobs where they have like three and four hours, maybe two or three days a week where they're coming out with, you know, 200 quid, maybe a bit less. I mean, if you're going to give them 300 to stay at home, should they not going to go out then? Just the point then working, yeah. Med- yeah, they have a medical card. And then before you know it, they're hooked on the system. Yeah. Where when they get married, they have rent allowance, fuel allowance, back-to-school allowance. You know, their dental work is paid for. They have get me a hair done allowance. <laughs> you know, that's all they're short. And I'm being honest about it. It is, and it's absolutely annoying. And, you know, I just think this country gets into, as that gentleman said beforehand, this sense of entitlement where they feel, you know, I'm entitled to this, I'm entitled to that. You're not. You're not yeah. entitled to anything. Get up off your arse and go and get a exactly. job and work for it, yeah. Exactly. But you see, they get into a routine where, you know, oh, I have 200 quid. If I go out and have a part-time job on Saturday and Sunday, then I'm only going to have 100. So why bother? Yeah, why get up off the bottom? I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I get sick, I have to go to the doctor and I've got to give 60 euro to the doctor. Yeah, whereas they have and a medical card. You don't have to pay anything. Your prescription is another 40, 50 quid. That's 100 euros out of one man's wages. Yeah. So before you know it, you're hooked on the system where you're going, hang on a second. You know, I actually remember now being unemployed. Now, this was 24 years, years ago, excuse me. My husband was unemployed for six weeks, and I'm not telling you a word of a lie. I actually asked my husband not to go back to work. They were the best six weeks of my life. Why did you ask him that? Because he just enjoyed his company so much? Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) No, at the time, my husband was earning 170 Because, yeah, financially, you were better off. Yeah, we were getting £170 wages. I was joking about enjoying his company, by the way. (laughs) Although I'm sure you did. Although I'm sure you did. did. Yeah, (laughs) I'll be honest. I have the the whole dog now in the back garden and I have the knife sharpened because he's out of work for the last couple of weeks. So I'm all prepared. Let me tell you how much I'm enjoying his company. Right, are you getting on each other's wick? I know, you know, it's grand because I kind of like going up to my dad's and I'm doing a bit of painting up there, you know, where right, it's okay. outside where I have no contact with him. <laughs> right, know. okay, absolutely. You know? Okay, well, no, I get the point you're making. Uh, stay there, please, uh, Karen. Let me just go to Dermot as well. Dermot, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Dermot? Hey there, thanks for taking my call now. Good, you lost your job before Christmas, and so you're living on €203, Euro, uh, you know, over the last couple of months or a few months, and certainly there's no opportunity to get a job at the moment. Um, and, how, I mean, how are you finding that from, you know, having a job to just before Christmas, how are you finding it now? Well, it's no joke. Um, I work on a contract basis, so some years I work more than others. You know, sometimes I might go have a six-month stint. Right. Um, Can I ask Christmas, what you do? What, what do you do? Sorry, I am a consultant. Oh, well. All right, okay, business consultant, all right. Okay, so sometimes I can work six months in a row. I can work a full year. The last role I had, it was supposed to go for six months. It went for three. Okay. So I lost my job just before Christmas, which is you know, a terrible time to do Very, very bad timing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, start looking for a job then. So when I did start in January, all this COVID... Um, kicked in then, yeah. Kicked off, and that's actually stopping me in my tracks. Yeah. Now, I am still looking, 
um, but 203, like I didn't make provisions, right? I have my own home, right, which I, I don't live in because of the uncertainty that I face on a contract, working on a contract basis. So if I didn't have my home rented out and I wasn't living... So where, so where were you living in a flat now, is it? Uh, I had an apartment. Okay. Which I own, but I can't afford to live in it. Right. So I live with my father because you think about it. If you're out of work, how would you pay a mortgage in two hundred and three a week? Right. Okay. So you're, you're safer. Your investment, I suppose, is safer rent being rented out by somebody else. Yeah. Well, I got yeah, you. Or you know, I don't want to be ringing up the bank saying, "Oh, you know, I'm not working for a period of time. Can you give me interest only until I get myself sorted?" But you see, do you, you heard so Karen on there before the break, and she was saying, "If we paid more." then, you know, the 206 euro, it would just encourage people not to work. No, now, I understand there are genuine that's, circumstances. That's using a cook, cushy, uh, sorry, a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach. Do you know what I mean? You have to look at it on a case-by-case basis. Like, but we don't have the staff to look at everything on a case-by-case basis. It's, oh, they're, they're blunt instruments, aren't they, these okay. rules? Okay, but in order for me to be able to claim social welfare, right, because I am self-employed, when I do work, I have to pay double PRSI on a standard... Uh, PRSI employee in order for yes. me to be eligible. So I'm not the same as somebody that hasn't worked for the last five years. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I, no, I, I look, I, no, I am. By the way, Dermot, I empathise at your situation. There's not, I have no doubt about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, but I think the answer. I have to pay double PRSI. Okay, but I think the answer that would keep you and Karen happy, uh, and maybe Karen would disagree with me, is is that if somebody like you say is on, for example, seven hundred quid a week, right? And you lose your job. I think you should be paid a percentage up to maybe a maximum of, say, four fifty five hundred. I don't know what you... But let's put a figure on that. And then that reduces over a 12-month period by a 10% every two months. Yeah. On, and, and down to a minimum payment, say, of 150 or 200 euro, a minimum payment, right? And that will encourage people to get work before it gets to that minimum payment, but still, you know, treats them respectfully when they've just lost their job. So that kind of sorts out the week from the chaff. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because I would have had instances where I'm offered, you know, three or four jobs in a row, or you can have months or years where months go by and you're not offered any. No, no, I, no, so, I, I, I get how difficult it is. Karen, would that be a good compromise? Yeah, it is a good compromise, and I do agree with you. But, like, just because something, it, it, and I understand that guy worked really hard, and I know what it's like to be self-employed. All my family are all self-employed. My husband was self-employed at one stage, and I do really feel sorry for him. But just because you're out of work doing one thing for six months and you don't have six months work ahead, then you go and find another job somewhere else. I mean, everybody wants to fly the plane, but nobody wants to wash it. So go find a job. <laughs> Never heard that cliche before. Well, no, I wouldn't agree with no, that. No, but I go Well, I, I think the point she's making is if you can't get a job or a work in your current field, well, then, you know, you're going to have to, you know, work in a restaurant or something for the well, time being. I, yeah, but if I send my CD off to a restaurant, right, haven't worked in... Or Aldi or something, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you honestly think they're going to interview me based on the fact that I've worked, I don't know, the last 20 years in financial services environment? <laughs> stuff, right? But they then, well, I, you, what, you think they think you're overqualified? I'm not... Um, what, as far as I'm concerned, right, work is work. Yeah, if well, not, that's it, yeah. tomorrow and said, you know, there's a job going in Aldi, I'd do it to... I'd, I'd rather it than live on 203 a week. All right, and sitting on your arse all day, of course, because it's boring sitting on your arse all day. Well, should we stay for a second, because I just want to go to John before the news as well. Stay there, both of you. If the work is below me, or I should be doing something else. Oh, no, no, I'm not suggesting I'm, that. But, well, hang, hang on a second. John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? 
Hi, how's it going, sir? Uh, John, I mean, okay, this COVID payment is, you know, asked, people are asking a lot of questions as to why we expect people to live on 350, but we expect people on the dole to live on a lot less. I mean, do, should it be increased, the dole? Um, for people that are on long-term employment who haven't worked for, say, in the last 12 months, I don't believe so. Um, I think if you're in a situation like the guys in Debenhams and Oasis and by no fault of your own and you actually lose your job um, and you have your you still have your bills, still have your overheads, I think the government should have some sort of scheme in place where your wages are somewhat paid. as the guys Protected in some way, yeah. Protected, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, um, don't quote me on this. I just remember having a conversation with a, with a colleague I worked with years ago. I think he was from Lithuania. I don't quote me on this. I think they had a system there that, that if you lost your job, that the government paid you, I think, for nearly 12 months. Mm. But then after that, they became a lot tougher on you. Where well, that's what they do in America as well. They, they, yeah. they when you lose your job, you get a, a higher rate of pay from the social protection. Now, depending on how many stamps you have, that's why you're paying social insurance. That's what they call it, insurance to ensure you don't lose your job. And then as time goes on, they reduced it. And they notice in the statistics when it gets down to the lower level, which is a basic level of say one hundred and fifty dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever it is plus food stamps, people suddenly get a job because they don't want to go down to that level. Yeah, and I, I think that um, we, we probably, like we, you said, 5% of the people are unemployed and you said that's zero unemployment because people just don't want to go to work. Yep. I think so the 203 should probably be reduced to maybe entice them to maybe go a part-time work or course or upskill. You know, maybe the 203 is too high for people that are not making an effort, but it's certainly not enough for, like I have a family, I work. <laughs> yeah, I certainly couldn't live on 203. I'm struggling to live on 350 at the moment. So. Yeah. And what, 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 no. what were you doing before you, you got the COVID? I, I work in hospitality. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, okay, so, well, the hospitality was decimated. Decimated. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's probably going to be a long time before we come out of it. So mm. long term. Do you uh, think your business will open back? I don't want to know where you work, but do you think it'll open back up? Yeah, they, they will open. I just okay, think, all right, um, okay. It'll, I think the bars will be the last thing to open. I think so. Yeah, I think and so. And the restaurants will be the last thing to open. So like, even this lockdown easing, I don't see Simon Harris and, and, and the government turning around and saying, oh, we'll open all the bars on the bank holiday weekend. I have a bit of bad news. I, I think it's going to be four or five months before bars open again. I, yes, I, I mean, I, yeah, I was talking to someone in the Vinters and in a recent meeting, they were talking about the 1st of September yeah. as, a, as a possible date. Which, 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 <laughs> Every drinker in the country has just gone, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Can you imagine the first night? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a possibility There'll be some it. celebration. <laughs> but that's what they're afraid of. If you open all the bars, everyone rushes out to the bars. We have a spike in in, in cases. We're back to square one. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, thank you very much for that, John. I couldn't agree with you more. And and thanks to Dermot and Karen and everybody. I think John is the right idea. And exactly what I said at the very start. It should be a you know incremental payments based on how long you're out of work. And the longer you're out of work, the less you get. Because obviously, clearly, if you're out of work a long time during a you know in a, when the country's in a position where there's plenty of employment, you're clearly a sponger. <laughs> Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.